Why he fighting fighting this? Why? What? 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 What is his goal? Welcome back to the Immigrant Section. I'm your host, Abbas Wahab, and today we got a special guest, Edward Kim, a.k.a. Bruce Lee's grandson. Oh, my God, guys. I'm here. <laughs> I'm not from China. You know that? I'm not. I'm from... Where I come from? Where you come from? You tell me. <laughs> you forget about yeah, it. Yeah, bro. This is... You got to tell me, man. <laughs> You always forget about no, where no, I no, come no. from. Okay, I'm coming. You're from. Korean, bro. I know. Yeah, it. Gar- oh man, South That's Korea. Yeah, 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 South okay. Korea. Yeah, yeah I South got some questions, but before we get into okay. that, just let me say uh, Eid Mubarak to all the people out there, all the Muslims that are celebrating. Uh, you are done with Ramadan now. Right. Enjoy your food. Get back to the club. Get back to the bars. You know what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you know about Ramadan? I know Ramadan because recently I experienced like North American hamburgers grilled on the grill, right? Yeah. For the first time. And then this bro is like a hari. Yeah. Hari is like a brother. It's like they are all Arab, right? They use the holler, the patties. The halal patties? Yeah, halal patties. And yeah. they made me the burger. And then he told me that. Repeat after me. And then he says something like... Bismillah. Like, yeah, Bismillah. Some like Arab words, like Arab sentence. So I repeat after him. And then he told me that's the prayer when you became a Muslim. Oh, okay. He told me you are now Muslim. You're in La ilaha illallah. Yeah, something yeah? Mohammed. It's or called shihada. It's called like being shihade. like, yeah, it's like you say it. It's almost like a spell if you think about it. It's like if you say this thing, you're yeah. a Muslim. You got to say this. You got to do a couple things to be a Muslim. Yeah, I didn't they know They turned that. you over, bro. Yeah, he turned me. You, what were you raised? Catholic? Uh, I Actually, I went through three religions. Okay, tell me. So first one was Christian when I was young. Okay, how old? I was really okay, naive. So. Yeah. Uh, he was like nine years, nine years old to nine almost years. like uh, twenty years old. But I didn't really believe yeah, yeah, a lot. But I, I was like just going to, like, oh, what is that? Church. Church. Yeah. Every time in Korea, is this what you live in China, right? Yeah, I live in China. Okay. And then later, then I got kind of like uh, go through like a difficult times. At the moment, I got into Buddhism. Oh shit! Yeah. To find yourself. Yeah, find yourself. To find enlightenment. Huh? Yeah. Because Did you ever go out to like the top of a mountain or something like that? Of a mountain. Yeah, to like yeah. meditate and not. I went there the many times to feel myself, oh, to shit. think about my life, and then Buddhism and connections. Did it work? I actually, you don't know it works at the moment, but I later on, like like Steve Jobs said, connect the dots. When did Steve Jobs say that? Because Steve Jobs say that when he say something good about like good to the like students in Stanford graduation like ceremony, oh, right? Remember yeah, that? those uh, the the graduation speeches. Yeah, graduation speeches. He came and said, "Connect the dots." Yeah, connect the dots. So you look back at it when you're going forward, you can't see because um, there's nothing is made, but uh, you look back at it, all the dots are connected to as you pursue something okay so yeah. you didn't think it worked but looking back you think it was helpful yeah, it's really helpful well like what if you could say in the simplest words like what did it do for you um in my mind at the moment i feel like my life was so complicated okay and my mom also always told me 
you think too complicated every single time whatever you do. But that was me actually. But I knew it, but I couldn't like really control that. Like so, the too much thinking. Yeah, you too mean? much thinking, yeah. and then too much going around. So I want to make it simple. And then Steve Jobs' life was simple, and then he pursued of Buddhism, which is like uh, what can I say? The initial Buddhism that the uh, real Buddha practiced. Yeah. So I went into the like a temple that in Korea that you can practice like a Buddha's like way. Okay. What's the main religion in Korea? Main religion Christian? is Christian. Yeah, okay. The percentage. And yeah. is there a lot of Buddhists? Yeah, there are a lot of like a Buddhas too, like a Buddhism too. Does the Buddhist temple have Wi-Fi? Mm, no. No Wi-Fi? Yeah, no Wi-Fi. But uh. Mm. <laughs> <I> <laughs> so you got it. Oh, you got it. You, you got. got you, you got, got to get enlightenment. You yeah. know. <laughs> you have to clear. You got. Yeah. There's no other option. You know. You can't fucking. You're out of data. You uh, gotta get enlightened. <laughs> I just like try to think about something funny. No, 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 no. I'm just fucking around with you. So you went in there. Yeah. And there was like a Buddhist master or how does that work? Buddha master? Oh, yeah. He's the kind of master that like learned from the Miyama. Is that like a high level guy? Yeah, like Miyama is the like the the, the nation, the country. Oh, Myanmar. Myanmar. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So that is a place. I remember that that is the place that Buddha was practicing his things. He was born there. Okay. There's a lot of like, uh, like monks that like practice the Buddha's way in their whole life. A lot of those were in Myanmar. Yeah. And he yeah. came from that. He he's Korean. Yeah. And he went to Myanmar. Yeah. And practiced and become a monk. Yeah. And then he came back and then he built up his temple. But temple is kind of just like a building. Yeah. Inside a building. And yeah. We the people who want to really practice and experience those kinds of stuff. They come there and then they just like practice, like like walking. Yeah. So we you feel every single touchiness of your the like foot bottom of the foot. So you step on your like what can I say at the end of the foot. Uh, the ball of the foot. Yeah, ball of the foot. Yeah. And then you step and then like what can I call it that like this movement like that. Like a step. Yeah, stepping. Yeah, like so, from the heel to the ball. Of the yeah, foot. he did a ball like yeah. a one by one. You feel it. And feel it. So everyone is just a line of people walking slowly? Yeah, walking slowly. And is anyone saying like, no feel, no, no sound? No sounds at all. You do that for an hour, an hour. And you walk back and turn around and walk back? Yeah. Or is one long, long area? Yeah. So that makes you be in the moment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No any other like uh, complicated thinking or something. You just be in the moment. Breathe. Yeah, breathe. Just feel it. That's the that was the first thing you did. Yeah. In that temple. In the temple. Just the walk and the meditation. And then what happens? And then you get you leave after that or they talk? No, I wanna got into more. Yeah. So got into more. So later I participate in one special week, which is you uh part away from your phone and all the things in the world. Distractions. Yeah, distractions. You stay there. So, and you're living there like for a week. I got my room. There's only one bird light. You turn off, no windows at all. So it's like an attic, but no windows at all. Wow, what the fuck? So you open the door, you have your friends like a pra practitioner. Yeah. And we sleep together. And then four in the morning. You guys sleep together? Yeah. Like, in the room. Like there's many beds? There's like a, we sleep on the floor. 
Oh, and then shit. put the like blanket on the floor. Yeah, it's pretty cozy though, not bad. For and one then, week. Yeah, one week, and then in the morning, four thirty, you go down, and start like uh, walking around, and then like meditation. Yeah, and then six o'clock, you finish and start eating. Jesus. So yeah. is it what, what? What are people even talking about? Like, so your mind is totally clear. Don't talk. Almost don't talk. There's no talking. No talk for the week. Yeah, and no phone. No phone. How was day one of that? How was the first six hours of that? It was probably... Like, you do that, and then you just get used to it. And then when you eat food, though, like, you use a chopstick, every single movement, you feel it. Like that. And then eat the food. It's all about being in the moment completely. Yeah, and then chew really slowly. Mm. And feel the old taste. And you eat for so long time. Yeah. (laughs) And then only only the time... Someone's like, does anybody have the raptor score? (laughs) I need to call my wife. That would be so funny. Yeah. But at the moment, I was so depressed. I didn't feel that. Enjoyed. You were depressed? I was in the depression. Oh, that's what took you to Buddhism in the first place. Yeah. Gotcha. And the one week, did it help you? The one week? One week, pretty much I got like relaxed. Yeah. And then got into a peaceful like moment. But man, one week doesn't really help for a whole life. You should go through the hardships by yourself. Yeah. You should keep figuring out. How can you, like, uh, figure out, like, a whole, your life just for a week? Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, you're, out of you, I feel like you have it figured out. You are a yeah. super positive guy. I mean, I've been to, I've been to your your room. You've got a positive statements all over the walls. All right. I don't know what this is called, affirmations or, like. Like, a sayings and, the, yeah. like, a life theories that I learned in my life that I remember some sayings from the books that, like, a popular people or some like philosopher say it. Yeah. And then it just like a left in my mind. So every time when I feel like I'm going to be collapsed, because it's so hard at the beginning, here I came here and I want to be a stand-up comedian. I decided to be a stand-up comedian entertainer. But I feel like I pushed myself too much. But at the moment, I couldn't stop pushing myself a lot. So I pushed myself, but I need some energy from something, right? Yeah. So I should keep my positivity from the the papers, the sayings, I'm looking at it and I see that, okay. So that's a source for your yeah, like, source for positive energy. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, man, this guy, whatever you have, you have it figured out every time. Yeah. I look at you, dude. You're always just positive, man. Your vibe is amazing. What took, what, if you don't mind me asking, what uh, took you into that depression to begin with? All right, the depression was so hard, man. The life. Because, okay, so you grew up in China and then moved to no, Korea. No. Korea. I live in Korea, and then I went to China when I was 19 years old. I 18 years old in Korean age. Just start from the beginning, just okay. so, just to make it easier. Okay. So you were born in, mm-hmm. I'm asking. Korea. Korea. And then east of Korea, yeah. the near sea, yeah. and I ate a lot of seafood. <laughs> okay, yeah. just side note. Okay. Yeah, side note. <laughs> I always like a side note. <laughs> um, you know, as all the comedians does, like, not all, but as, like most of, our parents didn't have a really good relationship. That was the one part. For most, yeah. I mean, yeah for some, most. Some, uh, some comedians were yeah. loved, and uh, they, I guess they were paid so much attention to it, fucked them up, maybe. You, know? <laughs> you got to be fucked up. You got to have something fucked up. Right, you know? fucked but up. yeah, for the most part, there is that, like, distance, I think. Yeah, distance. But that kind of stuff that, like, uh, makes me that, like, what can I say? I compared 
if I compare myself now to the one that I was young, um, I was like really weakest kid ever. You're the weakest kid. Yeah. Okay. I can't decide something. Oh, okay. Because um, my own mind is up to my mom. Because um, I thought that my mom was so. I'm really sorry for my mom because um, my mom tried like, like a breed breed us up really hard. Yeah. Okay. But my father was kind of like alcoholic, right? Okay. Yeah. And then every time he screwed up many things, he drank, come home, break everything out, and then sometimes really bothers my mom. So you wanted to be like a good kid. A good kid. So you didn't make any more trouble for her. Yeah. Make her life easier. That was the point. Exactly. That was good, like a kid's mind. Yeah. But when you're a kid, if you think that about that too much, you lose your life. Exactly. You, yeah. You're losing your childhood. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have the like, kind of standard of your thing. What do you want to do? I want to do this. Okay, I'm going to do that. You don't have that. I want to do that. I'm going to ask my mom. Mom doesn't like it. I don't want to do it. Exactly. But my mind has the kind of, oh, I really want to do Why my life is like that? And then you just press it down. You press that down. And then forget about it. But it's still there, man. Okay, exactly. And you stack up later, it comes out later. Yeah, I told, man, I went yeah. through the same exact thing. But I'll... I'll uh, yeah, we talked I'll, about that before, right? I'll let you keep going. Um, yeah. So, born in Korea. Uh-huh. Uh, then the family moved to China. No, me, my, myself. Just you, yourself. Yeah, because my mom want me to go to a big world. Big world to yeah. be a big, big man. Oh, legit. So she sent you to China. She was planning to go to, planning to send me to America. Okay. But the plans were like kind of like, um, what can I say? Fucked Fade up. away. Yeah. Because um, they have to like check my mother's account. Yeah. The bank account. To see she has enough money. Yeah, enough money. Yeah. But my father was fucked up, right? Yeah. Didn't have a job. Yeah. So. Government couldn't give me a visa. For America? Yeah. Oh. So my mom was thinking hard, I guess. She didn't tell me, but she always like thinking really deeply. And she saw that China is developing yeah. a lot. So she asked me, you want to go to China? So I said, yes. Because I kind of adventurous guy. And then when I was young, and I want to go everywhere, like a bohemian. You know, that you don't have things you want to do. You're just like flying around. Yeah, it's like always, a vagabond, a yeah, traveler. Like a new things yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. So I just say yes. I went there. And your brother, I know your brother's in Japan now. Did he get sent to Japan or that no, he no, went there himself? He decided. He decided. Yeah, he, he stayed with your mom? When we were young. When you went to China, did he stay with her? He left, I guess. He left too? That was the, like a really like heartbreaking for me, kind of. Because my mom was staying in Korea by herself, right? Oh, so okay. my father and mother like divorced, S separated. Now. Okay, yeah, separated. So almost, almost like most of our li our family's lives, yeah, is separated. My brother in Japan, and I was in China. My mother in Korea, and when somebody come back and somebody leave, yeah. And somebody come back, somebody leave, and then we all leave, left. Yeah, there's very so when you go, when you're all together in the house, it's like for a couple days. That's crazy, man. You, the feeling is like I don't know. How do you describe it? It's like that's the one kind of reason I really want to have a family. You know what I'm saying? Is to fix that to like to make a family that is more like Hollywood, 
You know what I mean? Like, like the way they showed, like the family sitting together eating dinner. Yeah. How was your day? Just, you want to make that? Just, just this small thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just come home, mom. How was your day? Yeah. And they have a dinner together, and just sitting on the sofa watching TV. That is the like most precious things I want to have in my life, dude. Yeah. I yeah, I mean I'm in the same boat. I because I had, you know, growing up with five siblings, right? With family, oh, really? family of eight. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. we're in a government housing. It's like th- three, four bedrooms. Right. Right. Some people, some kids are fucking up, so the pressure's on the other kids uh-huh. to do well. You know what I mean? When you put your parents, when the kids are fucking oh. up with the law or with school or something, and the parents are stressed. The other kids want to do good, right? Ah, you so have it, the pressure. Same exact pressure. So oh. I know what you're talking about, like, because so I had religious and uh, that kind of. You know, you're saying like, oh, oh, do I want to do it? Let's see what my mom says, kind of thing. Oh, I, I had that, and I had also like, oh, what is religiously? What do I need? So I had two pressures. Okay. That I was under. So the thing I truly wanted was under so much pressure. You know. Wow. So it took a lot of time. I had to fucking do exactly. I had to follow the path that was paved to such a point where I was like, "Okay, I'm deep in this. This is not for me." You know. No, I then you hit a wall, right? It, you hit a wall eventually. That's I think what happened with your depression. Yeah. Because all those decisions that, like, you just didn't. You wanted to live for yourself. Yeah. Because the realize that exactly that is the point. Recently, I as I like uh, watching TED talks or something, yeah, more and more, everything is comes from confidence. When you decide something by yourself for your life, you get a confident. That moves your life forward, and then you become more confident, confident. But the confidence is comes from vulnerability, vulnerable of yourself. Then vulnerability, when you're vulnerable, you wanna be imperfect. You know what I'm saying? You want to be imperfect. Imperfect, right? Okay. You want to celebrate the yeah. things that are wrong. You just yeah. You just be yourself. I'm I'm like this. Just see myself. The world. Okay, it's like me. So you be vulnerable. Yeah, that's so easy to say, right? Yeah. But you got to practice it constantly. But it's hard to do. Yeah, for so years hard. and years. You don't know what that means, though. Exactly. My yeah. first thought is always like, how is this seen right. from the outside? You know, that's how I think. So it's my first thought isn't to be like, this is who I am. Be comfortable. This is my first thought is, oh, did they see that? Oh, my God. Did did they see that? Uh, oh, you know what I mean? Like, it's always worrying. Yeah, about, if you care about it. Yeah, exa- well, that's my first thing. So now uh, now I have to apply lessons like that and right. be like, oh, okay, well, no, 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 fuck what they think. Uh-huh. I got to live for me. Yeah. You know, who cares if I'm imperfect? Right. You know? So I have to apply all these other things to correct the thinking. But the first thought is fucked up. That, <laughs> that's what, yeah, you know, because you live with years of that. Right, right, right. Because when you live, like, when you're raised, like, with religious pressure and stuff uh-huh. like that, you always have to think, like, yeah. what will people think? Oh. You know? So start from the head. Yeah. Not, not from the, like, feeling. Exactly. Yeah. Damn, that's really hard, man. Yeah. So uh, I'll keep going. Uh, so you lived in China. Yeah, by yourself. By myself. Did you just go to a boarding school or like a private boarding school? Boarding school, yeah. private school, and then how was that? The first one was like uh, I went to Tianjin, the city. Yeah. Near Beijing. Okay. So four Korean students. 
different ages. Four Koreans? Yeah, four Koreans. Oh, four Koreans. Yeah, four Koreans. Yeah. I thought you said there was four Koreans. <laughs> I'm like, did you know them? <laughs> Were they cool? So it was four Koreans. Okay. Yeah. So four Koreans, and then we live in the same house. Yeah. And we were learning the Chinese okay. in school, and then we were in the class with another Chinese friends, but we couldn't talk to them because um, we don't know how to talk in Chinese, Chinese yeah. right? How old were you? In, this is when you first got there. Yeah, first got there, 18 years old. You were 18? Yeah, uh, in Korean age, so you were 17 here. That's so fucked up. <laughs> what is it, in like dog years or Korean years? No, one, more, like, yeah, one more year. One more year? Yeah. So, so you stayed in Korea up until you were 17? Yeah, 17. And then at 17, you went to China? Yeah, 18. Uh, beginning of the 18, I went to China. Okay, so, and then, okay, so now you're in this house. Yeah. You go to the school for yeah. that's teaching Koreans how to speak Chinese, and there's Chinese people at the school. Right, Chinese at the school. But you live with just Koreans. Yes. And you guys practice Chinese and shit? Yeah, but we, we talk in, like, Korean, so you yeah. couldn't really improve your Chinese skills or something. Did you guys, Do you remember making fun of uh, the Chinese people with the Koreans? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Like, did you come home? It's all Koreans, right? Oh, oh we didn't. We didn't. Yeah, then, we look so similar, bro. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's not even how they look. Uh -huh. It's just like what the Chinese people do things differently than Koreans, or was it pretty much a, the same kind we of? We didn't really culture? feel that because um, at the moment we live in our house, yeah, ourselves, so we couldn't really know much about the like Chinese culture and how they live. But uh, in school. When we have a food, we kind of felt that, oh, this is kind of different, really oily. Yeah. And then really fried food. Yeah. But we get along with, got along with the, like many Chinese like students a lot. So when I left that like uh, school, yeah. there was a one really close friend there. Yeah. Who was crying. Oh. Legit. Yeah, legit crying. How, how long were you there for? Six months. Oh, shit, huh? You made yeah. a good connection. Yeah. And then I went to Beijing later, got into a really big bowling school. Bowling? No, no, boarding. Boarding school, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, by the way, anybody who listened to me, I'm still practicing English. I'm tired. So my English is fucked up. I, it depends on your, like, uh, interpreting skills. Okay. Yeah, but keep in mind, this yeah. fucker's been here for two years. <laughs> two years? That's that's amazing to build English from nothing to where you're at now in two uh, years. That's try. fucking impressive. I want to be your friends, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Don't talk to my, <laughs> don't talk to my listeners. Okay? Okay, okay, okay. All right. I'm so, sorry that he talked to you directly, guys. <laughs> we'll keep him on track. So yeah. after six months, you went to got into a big boarding school. Yeah, big boarding school. All in, the, all the in Beijing. Students. In Beijing. Yeah, Beijing's fucking polluted as fuck. Yeah. I went there, man, I was... Uh, polluted a lot. Yeah. And even at the time, what can I say, though? Studying abroad to China was yeah. really booming. So at the moment, like... A lot so, of Koreans? A lot of Koreans. Okay. There's so many, like, Korean academies. Mm. They just, like, cheating. Yeah. Cheating to Korean people. And they get a lot of money, but didn't provide enough, like... Uh, Education. Uh, education yeah. and sometimes food. Just even. a business, yeah. It's yeah, a just business. fucking Yeah, business. Chinese are good yeah. at that, bro. It's just yeah. like quick, oh, yeah. No, they were Korean. Uh, but wasn't a Chinese company starting Korea, or, or is it Korean starting uh, these boarding in schools boarding in China? school in China. Got it. And then they hire Chinese people. Like yeah. a, so it was a Korean business. Yeah, Korean business. Yeah, they just, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I didn't learn a lot because I... I <laughs> I, I really liked that the freedom. Yeah. And then I was like exercise every day and I made a girlfriend. Wait, so there's girls at the boarding school? 
Yeah, girls at the bowling girl. And what was that like? I don't know. At man. this point, are you a virgin? No virgin. Yeah? I was like a break the, broke the virgin. That thing is really, I guess, only. Like, I was like, uh, was uh, middle school, second year. Damn, bro. You fucking, that's a back in Korea. Yeah, back in Korea. Damn, man. How old were you? And <laughs> like, it's hard to like 13. 14, 15, so 14 here. <laughs> yeah, 14 here. You got some wild stories, bro. I know you got that one. Actually, I won't fuck it up. <laughs> well, what is that? What, you broke your dick? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that happens when I was in boarding school. Yeah? The, yeah? the big one? Yeah, the big one. Okay, that was with that girlfriend. Yeah, she was she a was good girl. Yeah. And so what like, happened? Tell me. About that. That's like a story that like... <laughs> yeah. Okay, one of, one of the my kind of bad history and then i learned a lot about from is addiction okay i have sex addict you are a sex addict yeah uh, you were yeah you are or you were i were you were yeah i were this was before buddhism before buddhism definitely. did buddhism fix your sex addiction <laughs> everything if, if you are out there listening to this and you just can't stop coming <laughs> look to buddha <laughs> Well, I have will a, stop those loads. Since I was young, I have an addiction. Yeah. They're like a like addictive personality. Yeah, addictive yeah. personality. Yeah. Game addiction. Yeah. Exercise addiction. Yeah. And then party addiction. Yeah. And then sex addiction. Did I say the sex addiction? No. You started with the sex addiction. No, really? Yeah, no, game. No, Ga- game. Yeah, yeah, well, in the list. Oh, right. and yeah, okay. Okay, right. okay. Oh, so you're literally listing. Okay. Yeah. So sex and then so many addictions follows no drugs that's pretty good though no drugs i didn't like the drugs and cigarettes and alcohol okay i mean no substances that's not too bad the other i mean the other ones aren't looking so bad now you know <laughs> what about gambling gambling no yeah you didn't fuck yeah. with that yeah i, I, I was afraid to get lost the money <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 right you're addicted to the money then yeah. right <laughs> Yeah, so you're still addicted. No, I didn't care about the money because if you get money from your parents, yeah, you don't have that kind of like like a standard, and the theory, you know, kind of say. What do you mean? How to how to what can I say? Earn manage it? your money. Manage, okay. Uh, manage your money. So, I didn't have that much like um, concept of the money. How to use this? How to spend? How to save? Got it. Yeah, okay. this was so, in China. Yeah, like just to... how you raise, right? Yeah. So when you say you were a sex addict, what? Uh, pl- please go into that. Oh, it was um. This is the good stuff, bro. Okay. Is... How much I addicted to the sex? It was like a day. I have a uh, five sex, or sometimes more than five, with your girlfriend. Yeah. So was she just like fucking? <laughs> like, she was into this. Do you remember back? You would just be like, come on. She'd be like, eh. Five? I don't How know, How would that man. even work? D- uh, tell me the schedule. Okay. I'm just trying to think of this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is sex addiction, okay? Really sex yeah, addiction, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. In the morning, yeah. I woke up. If you have a school day, you should go to school a lot, right? All year. Naturally. Yeah, and then when you get to like a lunchtime, yeah. we have a sex in yeah. the classroom. In the classroom. Empty classroom. How do you fuck in the classroom? At lunch. Because it's like empty. So everybody go outside to play basketball. Yeah. And stuff. Okay. So you were busting. You were going quick. Done. 
No, because I come quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're you're getting it. Okay, so you're blasting quick. So was, you could do it really quickly. Yeah, right? it's like a rabbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, like a rabbit. More than squirrel. Uh, it, so every yeah. like five minutes you had open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do God it. Damn, bro. I do it, and then just like a few hours later, I want to do again. Fuck, like a rabbit. Yeah, like a rabbit, really. So I do it school like a two, two. Sometimes it's a lot, like three times. Yeah, and then come back, and then at her room we do it again, and then I stay like a go into her room sneakily. Yeah, because I'm. He wasn't allowed to. You wasn't yeah. stay the night. Stay the night yeah. because fourth floor is uh you know, like my bit. Yeah. <laughs> fourth floor is like a girl. It's just like military. Like a, yeah, like a military. <laughs> yeah. So I just like tried to avoid a surveillance camera to get inside. It was like a spy game like that. So you're shit. doing jetly shit. Yeah, right? yeah, in the dark. Just shit. fucking lasers and you're just going like. Yeah, exactly. Anything for the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then open, na, 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 na. open the door and got inside and she's like waiting there. Yeah. So you have a phone. She has no roommate. She has a roommate. Okay, roommate. But when I go there, roommate just like, uh, what can I say, empty the place for us to go another, like, a room to sleep. Where does she go? Like, another room. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and then uh, where does that person go? What? Someone has to get fucked. So <laughs> if it's two people to a room and the roommate, she leaves yeah. and goes to another room, right. is she sharing a bed with someone? Yeah. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> I'm like, if someone leaves that room, then where did that person go? <laughs> Trying so, to do the math. That's funny. So we had a sex like that. Yeah. So I remember that like, and sleep in the morning is weekend. Yeah. In the morning one more time, and then. God damn, bro! You needed <laughs> you needed Buddhism, okay? And it wasn't years later until you found Buddhism, huh? Yeah, yeah. Years later, like um, four years, four or five years later. Yeah, I had like a oh, how addicted it was. Like, I went to washroom. Yeah. Do it. Take a shower, do it, and then we go out. Yeah, go out for a date. Yeah, we go to like a cartoon cafe. We like read a book, cartoon yeah. book. Okay, and then That's the some Chinese fucking date. Yeah, yeah, right there, yeah. We separate like uh, fifty rooms in the one whole floor. Yeah, that is like cartoon cafe. So you can go into a room, and then only you two yeah. stay there for four hours by like ordering food. Okay. So you order food, they come, they bring it right when they bring it and leave. You guys fuck. Yeah. You're like, we got 20 minutes before they check. Yeah. <laughs> I fucked a lot. Yeah. And then in the public, like, washroom. Oh, man. You were fucking a lot. Okay. Too much. And then I, I realized that, that was so bad addiction that ruins my life. If you're addict, your like, brain doesn't work properly. Always going to the sex part. Whatever you think always connect to sex part whatever it is yeah whatever you don't have a dream you don't have life family whatever everything is just gone only for sex whatever you think you try to connect your dream to the sex you know what i'm saying yeah whatever it is yeah it's always something that like is yeah. whatever it is it means okay i gotta fuck more you know yeah, yeah. one oh. time i was thinking like oh, a squirrel yeah. i gotta fuck you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like if you see a rabbit, you remember, oh, I fuck like a rabbit. I got to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. Like, just just fucking. If I want to get there. Yeah. I was thinking I have to fuck Paris Hilton. What do you mean? Paris Hilton. If you want to get where? Get to like a goal, like a, be the top person. Yeah. 
like I, in life? Yeah, like, like in life. Literally, you had this thought. Yeah. I need to fuck Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton, I which have who like at the time was the shit. I yeah, guess. I have to have sex yeah. with so many people, yeah. so many girls. Yeah. And now I'm going to be a Casanova. I'm not going to get there. Oh, that's what your my mentality was. Yeah. I got to fuck my way to was the top. Was that fucked up? Yeah, okay. I feel like. Just uh, like delusional. Yeah, delusion. Just yeah. like you're, you're illusion. Yeah. Living in illusion. Yeah, 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 okay. That's fucked up. Yeah. So how do you, what broke you out of it? As many things, man. Like when get to the point, I have to go to college, like a uh, university in China. Yeah. I should cut it off everything. So I just broke with my girlfriend. Yeah. Tell her I can't do this anymore. And then I just tried like uh, study so hard. Yeah, like for the prep exams and shit? Yeah. The exams to get in? And start, start <laughs> study addiction too. Oh, okay. So it, 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 there, it has to be on something, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I have always. A, yeah, dude. I studied like a 22 hours, sleep two hours. People are like that, man. The, yeah. you ha it has to be on something. Otherwise, you know? it's like... Anxiety. Yeah, you have right? exactly. You have yeah. all of this angst. Yeah. And it needs to be focused on something, right? You yeah. took it from sex <laughs> and you were fucking wow. studying your ass off, dude. Bro, I have, I have a fucking close friend who's just like that. He just like is obsessed with something uh -huh. and then cuts it off and then he's just obsessed with something else. Right. Yeah, for six months, you know? But six it, months at a time. Full obsession. But if you do it again and again for many years, yeah. And you can find no more. You can't find something anymore. You can't find it anymore. Yeah, something addictive things it, anymore that you're going to be empty inside and you start being depression. And that's what happened with you? Yeah. So you got addicted to studying? Yeah. Did and you get into college? Yeah, get into college. Yeah, and then in college the addiction remained studying or did it change to something else? Uh, Before I go to like college, I study hard. Okay. So if I talk about like Chinese story, it's too long. Yeah. So just part by part. So after Chinese, I came to Korea. Yeah. And I met a one girl. Yeah. Then she has a good, good body sexiness, right? Oh, shit. So you're going back to sex addiction. Yeah, because with her. With the her. girl. She was just fucking because of, she you was know, fine like that. Everything about addiction and addicted to the girl and the sex is the lack of confidence. You know what I'm saying? I agree. You yeah. try to find some to something to make you whole. Yeah. Yeah. If I get that like a beautiful girl, yeah, then I think then... I can be something else. That kind of feeling, right? Exactly. So that makes you have a sex with a girl. But actually, the only thing you need is confidence. Be confident in front of some woman that I can talk to her really confidently. I'm this kind of man. That you don't need a sex. Yeah, bro, uh, you got to send me that fucking TED Talk link, bro. That's uh, <laughs> It all goes back to that, bro. <laughs> Fuck, that link was great. That that talk? That talk was a vulnerability. Yeah, should talk about vulnerability. Wow. It got like millions, millions of views, man. There's some, some TED Talks are fucking annoying, but there's some that are just terrific. This one is really good. And you just fucking watch that shit. Vulnerability equal confident. Confident that, equal imperfect. That's what the name of it is. No, she... Oh, this like, is the main point. Yeah, main point. Okay, So it. mostly talk about vulnerability. Okay. Yeah. So when you so when you went back to Korea and you uh, uh, met up with this chick? Yeah. Is that up. is that when you recognized that you don't need her? Or at that point, you still were like, oh, I got her. I spent a lot of money yeah. to meet with her. Yeah. Go to like a hotel or something. Yeah. And then I, I got addict, right? Yeah. 
So in my mind, I don't spend money because I, I learn like earn the money. Yeah. By working so hard, so I, what can I say? Recorded as a person who earned a lot of money as a part timer in Korea as a top one. So what do you mean by that? Like uh, I working as a part timer, right? You were working part time in Korea. Yeah. yeah. And then I became a manager in Baskin Robbins. In a Baskin Robbins in Korea, you were a manager. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, okay, that's jokes. I was, uh, so you were making all this money, and you were spending it all on hotels. Hotels and then like sex stuff or something. Just to fuck. All of the fuck money. And then eat. All of it. All of it. Yeah. I work hard for four months. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> four months, and then I earn... Like a sixteen thousand, I know more than six thousand. Like a two, two twenty thousand dollars, uh, Canadian, or a like Canadian dollars tw- in four months. Yeah, in four months as a part timer. Okay, so it literally, and it you was spent a, it all. It's the minimum wage was really low at the time, right? Yeah. So, so how'd you make all that much money at Baskin Robbins? I work as a twenty-two hours, bro. A day, a day, and I went seven days. What? So when, how did you wait? I don't want to, the math doesn't, the, first of all, that's not a part-timer. Yeah. That's full-time as fuck. That's yeah. all the time. I started as a part-timer and then become a manager or something, right? Yeah. I couldn't really remember, but uh, I worked, started working as a full-time. Okay. And then I... So, okay, just let me say this, yeah. though. I have a hard time believing yeah. seven days a week, 22 hours. Right. Explain that. How? How? Look at that. The 22 hours, the maximum hours I worked. But sometimes, like, normally I worked... Like 18 hours, something like that. And then it was so a Gangnam. camera shop, uh, sorry, this fucking ice cream shop doesn't close? You know Gangnam? Like Gangnam style is Gangnam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sai. This is the main point of the Seoul where the, a lot of population moving. So oh, it's a very popular area. Yeah, literally sell the ice cream. Called Gangnam? Yeah. Only, and they earn... A hundred thousand dollars per month, selling just ice cream. Just ice cream, and it's open twenty four seven. In the morning, we open at ten o'clock, and then finish at eleven, at night thirteen hours. But we came early to open the the place. Okay. The preparation, so seven o'clock open. Ah, oh, so that's how you got those stupid yeah. hours. Yeah. So your whole life mm-hmm. was work selling ice cream and fucking. <laughs> exactly. Uh, when I earn money, there's no time meet her. Yeah. So I didn't. I so didn't. You'd work one week, one week. How would that work? No, I didn't meet her. Yeah. When I was like, uh, like, uh, like working at the Baskin Robbins. So you worked those months and saved the money. Right. And then found her. Uh, later, I found her, and then. Before I found her, I was spending money something, right? Yeah. Like, I just eating, like, a, like, a, uh, like just like, oh, what can I say? Blowing money? Yeah, blowing money. Yeah. And then at the moment, I met her, and then we go to a hotel, have a sex, and then eat something, sex, and then meet her, and then I should spend some money, right? Yeah. yeah so just, like, spending, spending. And at the end, like, uh, my money is going <laughs> <laughs> less and less in my bank account. My life is dumb. My life is dumb, but my addiction is still there, right? So you're thinking there's nothing wrong with this. Yeah. Like, I'm just, this is what I'm supposed yeah, to do. Something is wrong. I felt it, but I oh, couldn't stop it. Okay. You know what I'm Okay. You're like, she's hot. Yeah, she's hot. Yeah. And at the end, I couldn't remember how to finish it. 
So how did it end? What was the rock bottom? I was crying shit. I don't. You were crying? <laughs> yeah. Because you spent all the money <laughs> on the bed. I was like on the bed. Why my life is so fucked up? <laughs> Like, uh, like there's cum all over you. Like, uh, I was bad. Like, uh, in the bed, my room was like, um, we moved a lot, right? My yeah. mom has a real estate agent at the time. I was like, uh, laying on the bed, and my mom thought that something wrong with me. Yeah, I mean, she was really, but she didn't ask me directly. And then, she always tell me like, uh, if anything happens to you or something, you want to talk to me. You're like, no, my balls are empty. Leave me alone. <laughs> I came 18 times today. I hope I could say that, bro. And then I was like a laying and then crying shit. And then I came out. My mom was in the dining room yeah. and looking at me. Come here, come here, something like that. I was started crying on my mother's lap. <laughs> Legit. And Legit did you like, tell her? Did you tell her like the yeah. truth? I told her because there's nobody I can tell because I was a person that I don't tell something bad happens to me to the to mom. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't say. Yeah, I wouldn't say. Yeah. Does the bad things happen? Yeah. I skip it. Yeah. Since I was young, that's the point. Yeah. I should have told my mom everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As yeah, you got to share it because it yeah. bottles up inside. Yeah. So that stacked up and then. Finally, it comes out. It turned into a sex addiction. That's what it became. Yeah. And then I, I got into like a three months, four months depression. I thought of a suicide a lot. Legit. Legit. I was like thinking, but the only thing I can't, I couldn't die. Yeah. Was that my mom. Okay. If there was my, no, my mom, I could have died. Yeah. I think. But you always, think you were off yourself? Yeah. One thing really tackled me was my mom. Fuck. My mom was grabs me a lot, and then dude, Tupac says the same thing, man. The love, yeah, mother's shit. love, man. There's the only thing, and then later, this is a side story. Later, Every time I tried, I would see my mama's eyes. Yeah. Tupac said the same thing. Well, bro. What did he say? He said he wanted to kill himself, but every time he tried, all he sees was his mama's eyes. Yeah, my mom bred me up like this. I know her love. How big it is. Yeah, fuck. But if you die, how how terrible for her to continue living. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you fuck her life up completely. Exactly. So, later, my mom, like this is a really later story. Yeah. Almost recent. My mom went like a psyche. Yeah. Psychic? Like a... A psychic? People can see it, people's like future or something. Yeah. You know? My mom yeah. once in a while I see that because I'm, she... Is that popular about, in Korea? Yeah. Okay. So there's some really popular, really correct, like psychics. Correct. Yeah. Okay. They can see something really well. Okay. And then. Do you believe in it? I don't believe, but I. What can I say? Kind of. Okay, that would be make sense. You know what I'm saying? Death. That's possible. What? What is? What are you saying? Death? Spiritually. No. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Possible. exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's otherwise you're saying you know everything. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? So. Who knows? My mom went there and yeah. then asked her, her how my future going to be, and then there's a she tell, told her something, something, something like that, and then, and then she told her, oh, there was a kind of moment that your son was a, almost died, but you prayed a lot to my mom. You prayed a lot, so your son didn't die. Shit, is that? Do you remember her praying? 
No, she didn't. She pray by herself. I was depression, right? Yeah. She didn't come to me pray. She just pray by herself. Did she think you were sick? Ah, uh, she thought that I have a problem in my mind. So, but she tried to, like uh, make it better and bring me to the some place, eat together, and show me a good place. And the oh, one time, uh, the one time, really got better. My mom. I was like going around the city when the rainy day. Yeah. I was really thinking I want to die. I want to die. Yeah. And then my mom, uh, end up being in the car with my mom, and my mom was kind of pissed, right? Pissed off. She was mad. Yeah, mad because I'm. Um, she tried hard, and then my son is still like that. So she drove to one place that she could see the like city hall of the Seoul. You could see the whole skyline. Yeah, skylines. See and the city, the ch- yeah. the buildings. The buildings, kind of like a really forest place. Okay. Okay. And the city hall is there, really calm place. Very nice. And then, she told me that this is the place. I come alone, when the life's really hard for me. I just want to stay here, think, and then nobody. She just like uh, she's. It was I, very honest. Now, honest, she just like keep every hard stuff by herself. She didn't talk to me about that. Just like stay there. She just like, like a look at the place and cry, and then go home, and as if nothing happens. That's the way that she release her sadness. Wow. And then finally, at the moment, I, she told me told her everything. Uh, when I about about to tell her everything about my life, I couldn't tell you everything stacked up in my life and then unconfident life. About to tell you her was crazy. I start crying like um crazy crazy person. You know, start crying crazy. Just like you know that kind of feeling. Really, your whole life and whole soul is coming out from your body. So you- like that crying. I've never even had that. It's just years and years that your life, the resentment of your life is coming out of your body. Like it's literally like healing moment. Healing. You crying and so healing. she did she cry or do you? She cried. Crying? She cried together and then. That's amazing. I cry for hour, man. In that car, just hour, not just <laughs> not that crying, just like ah, just like a screaming and. Something happened inside that like moment, releasing. You know what I'm like saying? The demon came out of you. Yeah, even if you don't say something, just releasing out. And then, from that moment, I think I got better. I started getting better. I talked to my mom more, and then my life is like a go to the bottom. I touched the bottom. My life that really, was the bottom. Literally, I go down to bottom, touch the bottom, and slowly go up. That's amazing. That's an amazing story. Yeah, that's so. It was that moment in that car that it started going up again. Yeah, because my mom's love, man. So, people, if somebody saw me when I was young, they could have thought I was the weakest kid. And people think that I'm really positive, strong, really, really like a general, like commander, like just go forward guy, right? Yeah. Everything comes from that, man. If you wanna die. At some point in your life, you don't want to die anymore. You know what I'm saying? I have to make this life better. Fuck yeah, man! So what would what would you say? That's amazing, by the way. That's beautiful. What would you say to uh, What would you say to anybody who's listening, mm-hmm. who is feeling how you were feeling, 
at that time, you know, at, you're like the bottom. All what right. advice could you give to somebody that's just like at the bottom? You know, it's really hard to, you know, as a people like leave hard quickly in our society, right? Sorry? Like uh, you leave really quick in this society. Yeah. Really so fast. Like life is. Like, yeah, there's no time to in share North America right? specifically. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going through really hard time, it's okay to be share your mind and release and see the moment like what you feel and then do whatever you want and then just go forward, you know. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was just so weird. Just go forward. <laughs> it was my stomach. Oh, was it? I was hungry. <laughs> Dude, you just ate the sub. You ruined that moment. It was beautiful. No, no. There's somebody so, out there that's just at the edge of a building, no, actually, like, listening to this podcast and yeah. fucking jump, dude, because you fucking stomach. <laughs> I don't know what to say to them, but um, bro, only thing I can say is that love is strong, but some sometimes people are gonna say I don't have mom, I didn't get a lot of love from my mom, but uh, yourself is already really important human being. Just think about it. Your self is temple. Think of yourself as a temple. Huh? Yeah. And then just love yourself. And then people are going to love you. And then you're going to move forward. Vulnerability equals confidence, baby. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just live as yourself. It's hard that's to... Cool. So you're literally... Man, that's amazing. I didn't know. I didn't hear that. I didn't know about that at all. So you literally almost had like a rebirth. It was like a fire and you were reborn almost. Yeah. And you still it. remember that moment in that car, huh? That, that's so sad. I leave. Yeah, I remember that, but I'm not remembering like every time. But uh, once in a while. Yeah. Uh, when I have a rest time, I have a, like a space in my mind to think about my family, mother, my brother, right? Yeah. And then uh, think about my mom. I feel like so sad. I love her so much, but some part of her, so sad. What, like, what, what do you mean by that? Like, um, as a woman, yeah. by herself. Yeah. Run the business and bred up all the, like, sons, two sons. Yeah. And she's by herself. You know, woman. Yeah. Woman need a guy. Well, I mean. Guy I need a woman. I, companionship is important. Yeah. Yeah. She must be really lonely. We could We couldn't be there for her. Yeah. Because we pursue our dreams and stuff but does she want you to be there just chilling around being like love you and hugging and hugging her is that what she wants she the reason she asked you to go to china in the first place mm -hmm. was because she wants you that's true only to be big exactly and she doesn't yeah. want it to stop but part of that like the but distance she's alone there i get that yeah. yeah so i want her have but your brother has somewhere. kids right Brother, no. Yo, I thought your brother had kids in Japan. He didn't marry. Oh, yeah? Why well, made up? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I thought you were saying you had a nephew. My bad. Fuck. I mean, it's not like, it's not like, oh, dude, I don't have a nephew. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I wanted to talk about nephews. Yeah, right? like, I, oh, you, fuck. If my brother have going to have, like, sons or daughter. Yeah. I guess I really going to love them. Yeah. Dude, because, oh, man, it's so healing. Mm -hmm. uh, 
because my mom was like, because my parents split up recently, right? And I had those same kind of thoughts. I was like, uh-huh. I felt bad because I was like, my mom's just chilling. Right. She's just like, I mean, my siblings are like, they're around, but still mm-hmm. like, she's just like, I feel kind of bad, right? Mm-hmm. But ever since my sister started having kids, now my sister just had her second daughter like oh, two weeks ago, Noor. Really? Yeah, and she's got her, and she's got uh, another daughter who's one, Miriam. Uh-huh. Both so cute, healthy, and my mom like takes care of them all the time, oh. right? All the time, and she just and like the, uh, when you see you see how much kids light up. Oh. oh, dude, you see it. It's crazy. It's crazy how... The smiling, right? Oh, and Mother's Day, like, I called my mom. Just today, I talked to my mom, mm-hmm. and I was on the phone with her. In the background, right. both the girls start screaming. Ah! Ah! Like that, the knowing baby fucking uh, scream. Uh-huh. And my mom's like, all I hear is my mom like, ah, she's laughing that they're like crying. Like, it's so silly in her mind. Oh. Like, it's just babies being babies, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't even hear that. Even from the phone, I'm like, okay, I gotta go. I'll talk to you later, right? And she's there and she's laughing. From Even from the phone, I'm immediately turned off. You Women know, have so much patience. Mothers, it's amazing the amount of patience. I feel like why the like uh, mother and like babies are really close to each other and so there's a theory that like uh, when people get old they become like uh, really kids like really what really like a kid like a children okay oh like kids yeah, they yeah, become yeah. like a children okay yeah right so they're close to each other and then there's a one like kind of like a jokes that why kids and the like uh, what is grandmother yeah are close to each other yeah because they have a common enemy like the adult yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for mother's daughter and then for baby's the mother it's true true but my mom's still not that age my mom's like mid 50s oh okay. yeah oh so, it's still yeah my mom's not that yeah. old i mean my, my parents are like 12 years apart right oh okay. that's like that old style shit mm-hmm. where it's like you're 30 and you're like oh well i guess i'll marry an 18 year old that's the old style game you know all right uh-huh. but uh yeah definitely older people they definitely start reverting back to like these kids because older people stop giving a fuck right right once you hit a certain age you don't care anymore mm-hmm. you don't care you don't care to be like Oh, I don't notice that, or you know, like you just say, speak your mind. You're old. You're done. You know, right. old people. They just they'll say, and all of the once you're old, like whoever's seventy now, right, and all, and they grew up in what the sixties, right, the seventies. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of normal shit then that for the last that between the eighties, nineties, and two thousands, they have to pretend they don't think. You know, about racism and stuff like that. Oh, okay. But okay. now they're 70, like, I don't give a fuck, you know? <laughs> They'll go back talking just the way they grew up, like, in the 60s. Like, what? why? Why? You can't change me, you know? I'm oh. going to die soon. Fuck off. Let me think what I'm... Oh, right. It's like all that filter shit disappears. Yeah. Just like babies, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. They just say whatever they want to say. You just say it, yeah. Because yeah. we're thinking we're in the middle you know, between like 18 and like uh-huh. 60, right. you got to worry about like, oh, 
Am I gonna get fired? Are my friends gonna think I'm this? Right. Is this gonna this? All this shit disappears when you're fucking oh, retired when you're with other old yeah. people. When I see like old guys, yeah, they just say something really aggressive, sexual stuff in a funny way. Yeah, they don't filter at all. Yeah, exactly. What's gonna happen go. to them? They're not gonna go to court. <laughs> right. No one is gonna call the police. <laughs> if an old guy says some shit yeah. to like a chick. That's like just not appropriate. Right. She'd be like, ah, oh, he's just an old fuck. Right. You know? Yeah. But if he was 45, that's a problem. Yeah. They're going to say that. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, gonna, you're now just sexual harassment. Sexual harassment. Yeah. Oh. If he's 75, yeah. eh, he's just an old fuck. Yeah. He's, he's going to die soon. Yeah. You know? That's literally what it comes down Understandable. to. Understandable. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck, dude. That's amazing. That's, I think that. Now that I've heard your story about that rebirth, mm-hmm. it kind of like it puts your whole like, it puts your whole personality in context a little bit because you yeah. have you got this like, you got a spark about you, and it's fucking and it's contagious, man. Yeah, it's sick. A lot of people don't go through shit like that. Really, they go all the way, all the way. A lot of people skim in the middle. You know, they like they they don't indulge. They don't go deep into addiction. A lot of people hit rock bottom, okay. and it ruins their life and a lot of people hit rock bottom and it saves their life but a lot i feel like the majority of people are in the middle fluctuating okay you know what i mean a small up, up a small up. down small, oh, okay maybe a big up and a big down right but you fucking went all out dude and you hit the bottom mm-hmm. and like now you're on a trajectory that is incredible dude and, and so after all of that after you had that cry with your mom is that when you went to the temple yeah, that was the right kind after? Of period that I went to temple. Did your mom say anything about Buddhism or you just wanted to try something? I just went. Oh, at the time, my mom had a boyfriend. Yeah. And the boyfriend really into the Buddhism. Oh, okay. He introduced the like, temple to me. And at the moment, I also have like kind of like interest in Buddhism yeah. by Steve Jobs. Okay, so yeah. you yeah, you fucking... Do you have a MacBook at least? You don't even yeah. have an iPhone, do you? You have an iPhone. iPhone. Okay. Okay, I keep bringing I, up Steve Jobs. <laughs> you better at least have a fucking Apple, bro. I have a MacBook. Yeah, okay, all right. Okay, all right. I okay, use okay finder, you bro. can like him. Okay, keep going. <laughs> yeah, okay, you're so, good. So that I went to a temple at the moment and then up and down and then went to China again and coming back and then I went to military service. Yeah, I know, as required. Yeah, military service was the kind of like one of one part of the milestone. Yeah, that was after Buddhism, right? Yeah, after Buddhism. Because it, it forced you to be disciplined, right? Yeah, I didn't want to go to military service. You have to in Korea, two yeah. years? Uh, two years. Yeah, okay. And I delayed it. Yeah. But uh, I went to finally. Yeah. And two years was an amazing period. Do you wish you did it earlier? Or do you think it's good you delayed it? Uh, I it just enough, I did it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I was that kind of person, so I delayed it. Exactly. I mean, I was I I was in the reserves as well, right? And I I hated boot camp. Oh. But it was such a good experience. For right. Me. I did it when I was seventeen. You feel like there's nothing it you can me. do. Yeah, it changed. Yeah. Me. You because I'm in military. This is a thing. There's nothing you can do. You always go through mission clear, and what can I say? Clear everything you got. You got it? No. Try it again. <laughs> <laughs> so complete everything that give up on you. Like they'll given to you. 
Like you have to. Yeah, you have to. You have no choice. You have no you, choice. Exactly. You if they find the a boot way out. Must be yeah. shined. Right. Or you're gonna get fucked. And they don't just fuck you. I don't know how it works over there. Yeah. But if one person fucks up, they fuck everybody, right? What is that? Like it. Like did all you have a platoon? Group. Yeah. Did you yeah. have a platoon or yeah. a group? Yeah. If one of you is late or one of you messes up, they punish all of oh. you. Right. That is a kind of like a group punishment. That, that is how you yeah. train people to be right. to not be shitty. Because yeah. now you're not afraid. Now, now you're not afraid of fucking up for you. Oh. You're afraid what they're gonna do, what your team's gonna do to you. Right. If you're the one to fuck up. They use the kind of like a public. Exactly. Like and a, which works a public punishment. Almost. Yeah, public punishment. Exactly, right. which works way better. They don't want to do it anymore yeah. because they want to get blamed. Exactly. Yeah. Like if if our schools here, if math class. If one person failed, everybody failed, dude, nobody would be failing. <sighs> All the strong students would be making sure the right. weak students pass, right? Yeah. You have to. You don't have a fucking choice. I'm not failing, so you're not failing. So yeah. that mentality is amazing, and I never experienced that until I was in the military. Yeah. Right? Exactly. It's amazing. It changes you. That's just like, yeah, you learn how to live in the society, not just by yourself, but sometimes you have to be in the group It must live be. together. Sometimes you literally have to be, and yeah. and that's an extreme case, mm -hmm. and it's crazy. I mean, boot camp for me was just nine weeks. Mm -hmm. For two years, right. how long is the intense part? So at the beginning part, yeah, like uh, you, like do you do a boot camp kind of thing? Yeah, boot camp like a practice, your gun shooting, yeah, grenade, a couple months, and couple months, eight yeah. weeks. Yeah. No, yeah. four weeks, five weeks for the normal like uh, basic stuff. Yeah, gun shooting, yeah. grenade. Yeah, and then. We're gonna stay in the gas. Grenade? You guys do grenades? Yeah. That's amazing. We don't do grenades. Pinned a grenade into the river, and then you see how boom. high? How high does the water go? Crazy man. Yeah. It's like uh more than 10 meter, 50 meter like that. Did anybody ever get hurt? In I, did, I, did, I couldn't do that. Oh yeah. Because um deep period, the weeks that I supposed to do grenade practice, my grandfather died. Oh fuck. Yeah. Gotcha. So you had to go home. Yeah, I had to the go funeral? home for a holiday. Yeah, okay. and my mom was crying there. No, it's this side. And you were crying too. I she know. was like, "He was such a good man," and you were like, "I was supposed to throw a grenade." My mom also has a story with my parents, but this is a long story. But one thing I really sad was like when I see the life, you know, man, like uh, cremate my grandfather, right? Yeah. So when I see that the coffin is going into the flare, the the fire, and then go inside, and just a few minutes later, everything came out. Only left is like a bone powder. Yeah. And then some like a uh, golden teeth. Yeah. Inside. The metal. Yeah. So I feel like, wow. That's all we are. Life is just like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was there in the coffin, and this is the only fucking left. That's all that's left. And I was so sad, and I was crying. But I didn't cry at all during the stay there. Yeah. When I stayed there, because I'm, I want to be kind of like support to my mom. Yeah, be strong. Yeah, be strong. But when I see that, and my mom crying, father is there as a powder. Yeah. It's fucking sad. No, I mean... You know, we live like life is something else. So life is something else as we make that as a something else. We make it seem yeah. like it's this crazy, 
uh, like magical yeah. thing. But we're just fucking bones and fucking flesh, exactly. man. You think that we're you mostly have... water? Yeah, we're mostly water. Seven that's gonna ev- water. it's gonna evaporate, and it's just gonna be a fucking little pile. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, man, little pile of ash, bro. That's that's why you gotta have as much fun and enjoy your life and seize the moment. Before you become that little pile, man. Yeah. It's all about erase the, the fucking top before you make it to that pile, right? <sighs> Do you guys spray the ashes in like a meadow or something? No, we keep the ashes in the in the place, though. The, the vase or something? Yeah, very something. And it's yeah. just at the house or something? It was at the house. Uh, some, like a tomb house? Tomb. What's that? Tomb. A tomb, a tomb. Okay, I got you. Tomb. But man, yeah. so you when what made you be like okay, you know what, I'm going I'm gonna do stand up and I'm gonna move to Canada. When uh, did that happen? I really wanted to go to Western culture before, but back when you wanted to go to America to begin with. Yeah, that was the beginning part. Yeah, since I was young, I watched a lot of Hollywood movie. This stuck in my mind. I really want to go to Western culture. Yeah, I want to live there and then just feel, want to feel. How it is. Yeah. And then I did so many things. And then I was doing like MC and then kind of entertaining area stuff. Over there. Yeah. yeah. In Korea. And then I feel like I want to go to Canada and work in the industry of like the broadcasting area. So I plan to go to journalism course in Seneca. Yeah. And I came in Canada later. But after I finishing the academic course, which is supposed to make me get into Seneca College yeah. by getting certification, yeah. but they canceled the kind of ways that for international students. So it wasn't an option for you. Yeah, I couldn't get in. Yeah. Supposed getting like on, on in September. Okay. So I tried to find another way. So I was making videos in Korea, right? Yeah. So. I apply for what is that? George Brown's production editing. Okay. So they accept me, but a week later they told me there are too many Chinese students till next semester. We can't accept you. Sorry. They said there's too many Chinese students. Yeah. You're like I'm Korean. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. They're like that too. We've got enough of that too. Yeah. But I don't. I don't really put that emotion in it. Okay. Okay. Not this way. Done. Then I try to find a way. Search. My mom worried about me, but yeah. I said, oh, it's okay, mom, mom, okay. But yeah. in my mind, of, fuck, <laughs> yeah. I should get in, Everything get good. in yeah. college, yeah. like, yeah. in, yeah. Everything Happy fucking face like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I tried to find, like, a comedy program, Comedy Academy. Yeah. On Because I was making funny videos on Instagram. Yeah. And then at that period, I watched Kevin Hart stand-up, which is my first stand-up. Special. A special in my life. Okay. Which one? Grown Little Man? Or? Yeah, I guess so. I remember. Yeah. The, 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 the thug bit. The, the, the beat bus beat. Like a rapper. rapper. The one that nigga. Yeah. Nigga, he's ah, wearing yeah, all yeah, black. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think that that's one. seriously funny. Or yeah. uh, Grown Little Man. Yeah. yeah either way. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. So after that, I went to Absolute Comedy, watched the show. Yeah. Because I really want to see what the real comedy is. So you were in Canada? No, I was in Canada. Okay. okay. And then... 
I couldn't understand many of them. The first comedian I remember, two comedian, was uh, it was two years ago at the beginning of my Canadian life. Yeah, Sarah Ashby. Yeah, okay. Absolute comedy. Yeah, and yeah. then Sterling Scott. Really, those yeah. were the first two you saw. Yeah, That's and then they were so funny. I still remember Sterling Scott on the stage say, "Stick together." <laughs> <laughs> That was so funny. <laughs> he says something, make a fun, and then in the middle, stick together. Oh, that's so funny, bro. And then Sarah Ashby was definitely funny. And then I, okay, I'm going to do that shit on the stage. I really be on this, on a stage, and I want to feel what that, like, what kind of feeling is like. Okay. Yeah. I want to be up there. And then, yeah, I want to be up there. And Humber, I found. Yeah. Humber Comedy Program. Yeah. And I take uh, off campus. Audition? Yeah. So the three things I wrote uh something funny sketch about Kim Jong Un. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and w- then what was the premise of it? Premise is like uh the Kim Jong Un's followers like uh introduced to to him with a uh, different like weapons and uh, weapons one nuclear weapon. Yeah. And then Kim Jong Un didn't believe at all how it really powerfully works. Yeah. And then. He explains it like a missile. Yeah. So person runs into the like Kim Jong Un's lab and then, tong. This is how we fly. Yeah. Like shoot the missile and then when missile bombs, like a show the effect of how it like really bomb. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of like a really imaginational. So you go boosh or something like that. Or something like oh when the bomb bomb, what can I say? When bomb bombed. Exploded. Yeah. And then the shoulder person's like a face or something. That was a kind of my imagine, like uh, imagination. How did it end up in my going, mind? Did it end up? No, uh, just writing. Okay, oh, you guys so, didn't actually make it. Yeah. Okay. So I sent it to them, and then like a edited edited version of my Instagram videos, and then also the um, the stand up of like uh, I'm doing impression of Kevin Hart, the thug bit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it in Korean. Yeah. And they they don't have clue what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So I sent to them. I was waiting. I was like, oh, fuck. When does the research come out? I kept saying that. And then the three weeks later, they sent me a message. You got it. Congratulations. We accept you for the comedy program. That's the beginning of my like, comedy program. And then I started stand-up comedy. And since the strike of the colleges in Ontario, I hit the mic every day. Almost like a year, I hit like more than thousand mic. That's fucking crazy, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm bro. When I first came in the game here in Toronto, I saw you hustling. Yeah. Still, you're hustling. Now you're fucking booking every commercial and booking everything. This guy, C. Edward, came on every fucking commercial. Yeah, yeah. Be thankful. You know what you call it? What? Luck. What? Oh, <laughs> fuck you. Go for it. Yo, okay. That's a perfect place to end this thing, okay? Yeah. Watch out for this guy. He's literally on. He's booking everything, okay? This guy's. Yeah. You earn it, man. And you deserve it to the max, dude. And you're literally, you got a, a contagious vibe, and man, and I know you're going to do big things. And I like being around you, bro. Yeah. I'm me happy too. to call you a friend, dude. I appreciate that. I appreciate you coming on, man. I'm yeah. going to have you on again. Yeah. Uh, you want to plug your Instagram? Instagram, uh, you can find me at world, E-D-W-O-R-L-D, and number four, and sure. So, at world for sure. 
This is my Instagram. It's not Edward. It's Ed World. Ed Literally World. world. And I was so like, you should like fuck? break it down. Ed, a world, for sure. <laughs> okay, that's my boy. All right, guys, appreciate you coming in. Uh, next week, immigrant section. I'm a boss. Wahab. Peace. Peace. Peace.